You're listening to This Naked Mind with Annie Grace. Hi, this is Annie Grace and welcome to This Naked Mind podcast. And we are going to jump right in, in the middle of the story to my interview with my husband, Brian Jensen. We got talking for a long time. So this is part two and I hope you enjoy. And then my story is that marijuana became legal. And so in my mind, I was like, oh, I'll do this. And I think, I think my drinking diminished a little bit for a little while, but then I just started doing both at the same time. I, I like, would say like, even so before that, even like, I do recall you being very upset if I'm like, let's just take a night off. Let's yeah. not drink tonight. You know, and you would get like, in my words, irrationally upset. I'm like, what is she so upset about? Let's just take a break. Let's give our bodies a break. And so, yeah. But yeah. Then you started doing, doing I that imagine, stuff. And... I couldn't imagine not drinking for one single night. I couldn't even, even if I got sick, like I still wanted to drink. It wasn't like, I remember for you, it was a little different. Like if you felt sick or something, like had a cold, you weren't going to be the one to be like, oh, let's still drink alcohol. Like there was, there was nothing that was going to keep me from, I think I drank every day for like probably six years, except, you know, brief period of time where I was trying to replace it with weed. But like, because I was like, oh, this is, this is healthier. This is better. But like, literally, I think it was every day. And I was, I was, I remember starting to buy boxes of wine at that point in time, because I was not, I was unwilling to endure the mental load of having drank a whole bottle by myself oh, because you didn't drink every night either. That was interesting. Most nights, but yeah, probably most nights, but yeah, sometimes I just wouldn't, wouldn't want to. So then what, then we started kind of traveling and living for stints of time over in the UK and that mm -hmm. was really boozy. It was like boozy times yeah. 10. Yeah. Easiest. I was really boozy and I would just drink at home. I'd be home with the kids. So sometimes you'd be working late or going to a function or you'd have to go to another country or something. And, and I'd be at the flat with the kids and I would drink every night then pretty much. I think I, that was like part of it. It's like, Oh, this is life. This is what I do. This is how I get maybe a little bit, how I get through the evening. Like it could be kind of, I don't want to say boring, maybe Too a little, little less stimulating. Less than two and less than four or less than five. I mean, they were both under five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of them turned five there and then one was two. So, and we were yeah. staying in a place that was like not that kid friendly. It was like close to the financial district or something. And I'd take them to lunch and all these guys in dark suits would look at me weird. And they, as my kids spilled their ramen, <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't super it was fun. It was cool because we got to see another country and experience things, but it was also kind of weird and stressful and just awkward. So yeah, I just started drinking every night and that was, that was it. We'd go buy wine and that would be the evening. Put the kids I to bed. I remember celebrating Father's Day over there. And I remember finding a card for you that said, it's not drinking alone if the kids are home. Happy yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. I'm like, all right, there we go. I remember going to, I remember, so we, we went back there a different time. We were in a little more kid-friendly place. And so we could walk to this park. Things like Paddington Recreation Area. And the kids could play sports and have fun. And they had a little cafe and you could just buy a little wine. So I would drink in noon or two in the afternoon, which was not that normal for me. Unless it was like Sunday brunch or whatever. I just, I wouldn't drink at night. So yeah, I started to increase my intake there as well, like on my own. 
So most of my most of my alcohol consumption really revolved around what I was doing or you specifically instigating. And there I was like, I want this. I'm going to go get this and I'll do it in the middle of the day. Uh, whatever. I'm going to go go do it right now. So do you yeah, remember the, an uptake? uptake. Do you remember I mean, they would let you um, drink in the movie theaters. Oh, yeah. That was no, cool. of course, that's not a big deal. You can do that in the U.S. But like at that point, right. in time, they didn't do it back then. Yeah. So we were yeah, like, this, right. this is great. We can take our kids to like movies and get drunk. It's perfect. I remember yeah. you bought a bottle of wine and brought it into like the theater, theater, like live performing oh, like, arts, like a musical, like Miss Saigon, or I don't know what we were saying, but like a like a musical, like a Broadway style musical, I, West End or whatever. To be fair, I, I didn't sneak it in. I bought it at the vendor thing in they the, the whole bottle. lobby. They saw the whole I bottle. remember like, oh no, the lights start blinking. It's like, oh, we got to go back in. And he's there like just going straight at the bottle. Not... No oh maybe nothing. we couldn't go back in so maybe i just chugged the bottle i don't i barely remember that night i know what night you're talking about yeah. but i that was fuzzy fuzzy blurry night fuzzy evening that uh, we have pictures from that night and i was like i was definitely in my drunk orexia which i didn't know that term at the time but it was like where my my head was too big for my body because i was literally existing on coffee and red wine i was not Caffeine even alcohol how was your diet it was for a while yeah almost I, I just didn't even have an appetite I was such a uh, such a disaster I was I was probably 30 pounds lighter than I am right this minute thanks not good so yeah um, so that was a lot remember you and you got the story you've sure you've told a million times about spilling beer in the line with our kids on our kids in for the London Eye or aquarium or something yeah how is that story from <clears throat> your perspective I was so mad. It was like morning, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was like 1030 in the morning because and you brought these giant cans of beer or something so that I could drink it later. I just I had, I had been yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? And you like cracked open in line with our kids and spilled them all over. I'm like, this is I almost left. I'm like, I'm leaving. It, they were going to search our bags. And so I went to get it out and it dropped and it spilled. I didn't oh, actually, is that what happened? I didn't actually drink it that morning. But then, oh. despite that disaster, and despite you being mad, despite the kids being soaked in beer, I remember after we got off the London Eye, we went, um, my dad was there too, and we went directly to that restaurant, and I immediately ordered cocktails and had at least two or three. Yeah. There were a few times, and I don't actually remember what those instances were, but I just remember being like so mad. I'm just like, I am so mad right now. Like I could just scream or I could just leave. I'm like so pissed off. I just want to get away from you right now because of your drinking. Brutal. Well, I'm sorry. That's well, you're forgiven. Thanks. You pulled yourself together. Good job. Just kidding. <laughs> well, so then, so then this is pretty near the end of my drinking actually. Yeah. Moved back to Colorado. We had some, we started hanging out. Well, we had already been hanging out with those friends that had kids like the exact same ages as our kids, our boys, two boys at the time. And we all just drank a lot. We just get together, drink a lot, talk, maybe watch sports. So we do yeah. that. And then, yeah, then you were pretty much finishing it up. Yeah. Then I stopped drinking. So when I, when I told you, I was like, I don't think I'm going to drink anymore. Well, 
What did you think? Didn't believe it at all. Like not even a tiny bit. You're like, I'm like, okay, we'll see you tomorrow. You know, you came out, you came out of your office. <clears throat> and I think you maybe even started getting the bottle or maybe just looked me in the eyes and you're like, Brian, if you want to get drunk, you're all serious. If you want to get drunk with me tonight's the last night, I think I'm done. And I was like, okay, see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. We'll have some more wine. We'll keep this thing going. I didn't believe you at all. And then it lasted for a little while. I'm like, oh, okay, you know. But then, then, so it went from like, I don't believe you at all. And I was happy that you were slowing down, but I was not happy that you were stopping. You know, once I believed that you were- A little stop, while, so like, let's, just, <clears throat> let's just clarify that to be almost nine years, but. <laughs> well, it's still going, yeah, it's ongoing now, but I didn't know that at the time. I'm right. saying- But you, it sounded you like, then it for a, little... a little while as if I went back to it. <clears throat> but I well, no, that's, so my part of the story is you had stopped- at the beginning of your stopping, okay. you had stopped for a little while and you kept stopping. You stayed stopped. But for me, I had a switch then. So at first I was like, okay, good. I'm glad because it was too much. It was, I knew there was, it was not good. And then, but then, then I kind of switched and I was like, hold on. You can't just stop. I'm like, like, you really stopping? You know, I'm like, I'm still going. I remember telling you, I'm like, fine, this is your deal. Like, I'm going to keep drinking. You're not going to stop me. I'm going to drink the rest of my life. Just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just laying it out there. Tell you how it is. That's great. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, good for you. That's your thing. And I was even a little bit like, I don't know. I wasn't mad, but I was like a little defiant, a little annoyed. Like, what are you doing? Like, why do you have to go so far? Can't you just like, (laughs) can't you just like, let's just, let's just go right in the middle here. Let's just not change. Cause we, that's what we did. We drank and we would hang out with friends and we would drink. And that's like, that's what we were, you know? I'm like, you can't just stop. So I was annoyed. I went from one annoyed, like I was annoyed on this side of things. Like it's way too much. And then I was annoyed. Like now you're stopping. Now you just like, you're just going to do that. So that was, that was annoying. And, and uh, I, other, just, I kept drinking. Well, the other annoying thing had to be that I was also became a preacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And when you're doing all your research, I think even before you stopped, you were like, tell me everything. And you're so serious. Like, you'd be like, you come to me just like crying and being like, did you know some stat? And you tell me the stat. I'm like, I did not know that. Are you okay? And like, you know. So so it was, yeah, it was rough for you, but yeah. So, and you just go all in, like, you won't like, this is how you are. You're just like, if you want like anything, you're going to do shopping for flour, you know, to make cake, you're just going to figure out all the kinds of flowers to make a cake and you're going to research them and figure out the pros and cons of each kind of flour. And and so, but like, you got real, real deep, obviously (laughs) in the, in the alcohol thing and like, researching it and all that stuff and so you would share it all with me and I'd be like are we talking about this again you know we'd be like let's go on a walk and talk about alcohol or let's go to dinner and talk about alcohol let's uh, hey we put the kids to bed let's talk about it right now and I'm like oh my gosh how can you always talk about it so anyway yeah you do that and then I just I kept drinking but my intake took a drastic decline once you we're not, I guess, instigating might be the right word. When you're, when you're not uncorking the wine and offering it. 
So mm-hmm. I, I really cut down a lot, but I was not planning on stopping. And, you know, I'd hang out. My mom would come up when you were out of town. We'd watch the kids and I'd just drink wine with dinner, drink wine if I cooked dinner, drink wine whenever I wanted to. So, but it wasn't like every night necessarily. Like I wasn't hard every night drinking till I got drunk or anything like that. I just wanted to keep doing it. And so I did that. And then you made me read your book. You're like, hey, will you please well, wait, read this? Let me uh, ask about one other part before we get into the okay. book, because I did drink again. Yep, that's right. I got drunk in front of the camera. So how crazy did you think I was that night when I was like, hey, Brian, guess what I'm going to do tonight? I haven't drank for I months. I it was so dumb. I'm like, what are you doing? That was probably one of those instances I mentioned where I got really annoyed with you. That was probably one of them. Maybe. I'm not. I don't remember for sure. Oh, that's. So I was funny. like, "What is going on?" You had like this little makeshift studio in our bedroom or something over in the corner, and you're like <laughs> drinking and going in front of the camera, and I'm like, "What is happening?" I put like a and curtain I, I behind thought, me, <clears throat> my camera yeah. on the tripod. I thought it was so dumb. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, she's just gonna start drinking again." What are you doing? You know, because conventional wisdom back then was, yeah, it's it was different than it is now. It's there's been some strides, you know, in how this all works, I think, and how people understand it, but. Back then, I was like, oh, crap, you touch that to your lip, you're done again. And I think, you know, maybe that is the case for some people. That was not the case for you. But I didn't know that. And so I was nervous. And I just thought it was so stupid. I'm like, what are you doing? This is a bad move. I'm like, you know all those stats you just told me? <laughs> Why are you going back into this? Right. So, yeah, I know. It's, you just it's thought just it was kind of an excuse. Funny. You're like, it was, you're like, yeah, I did. I did. I thought it was an excuse. I mean, you just want to get drunk. Just call yeah. it what it is, you know fine and I was like you know and I'm like on this roller coaster kind of in my own mind you're doing your thing but for me I'm like you drink too much oh yeah you're gonna stop but I don't believe it but at least you'll cut back a little and then you're like oh now I'm mad that you're stopping and now you're drinking again like you I don't know maybe it's just me you probably couldn't win it's like I was gonna be mad no matter what unless you like just did what I did like if you like mirrored me then I'd be like all right you're perfect but uh yeah I was yeah, I was all up and down, and I thought that was really stupid, even though I was annoyed that you'd stop drinking. So, yeah, I was all over the place, I guess, a little bit. Well, it wasn't like, I think you wouldn't have thought it was stupid if I was like, hey, you know, I kind of want to have a glass of wine with you tonight at dinner. You know, like, I think that yeah, yeah, like, all right, sweet. in your mind. Like, I'm going to go so, drink a whole bottle. I'm like, I'm going to get two bottles. I bought two bottles. I didn't, two I couldn't bottles. drink two bottles. I got sick on the first one because I hadn't been drinking, but like, I bought two bottles and I was like, I'm going to get drunk by myself. Can you watch the kids? Yeah. I was probably annoyed at that too. I'm like, oh, geez, I got to watch the kids again. going to get drunk and watch the kids. Oh my gosh. What a night. Yeah. Such a vivid yeah, that night. That was really weird. Very weird night. Alcohol experiment. I was just wanting to experiment. Okay. So then, so then after that, so that's, we had to, we had to layer that in because this was before I hadn't written the book at that time. I hadn't written. Um, I mean, I'd done my research and I had journals and whatnot. Journals and you know, I'd, I'd kind of cobbled it together. I think people were reading some of my research, but like I hadn't, I hadn't written a book at that point in time when I did. So you were writing the book, I think, and you would ask me questions like, "Hey, do you think it's okay if I tell this story?" And I'll change the names of these people or whatever. And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Don't ask me." And so then at one point you're like, "Hey, we just read the book." So you had finally gotten through everything. You decided to write the book or put all your journals into book form or whatever. And then you're like, hey, we read it. I'm like, ah. Yeah, it was, it was 
it was 24 hours before it was going to go live on Amazon self-published. Okay. And I just felt like I needed you to read it before, because I remember we were watching the matrix and I was like about to self-publish. And I just had this like vision while we were watching it of like this, like, I don't know if it was like a spark or a like, like electricity going through the wires, but I was like, this is going to set off something that I can't stop. Like that was the knowing in inside of me. I was like, cause I had just finished reading it and I was like, oh my gosh, like this, it really had come together. Um, what was just a bunch of messy research had been like, oh, this is, this is good. I was impressed with like what had come together. And I was like, Oh, and my editor had stopped drinking on accident. And then we'd given it to a few friends and some of them had stopped drinking kind of on accident. And so I felt this knowing like this is going to set something off. And I just, I was like, I can't publish it if it doesn't have your blessing. That was, that was inside me. So then I gave it to you and you had a really tight deadline. You had to read it before it went on. Yeah. And I read it like that day, I think I read the whole thing. It's not normal for me. And read yeah, it. I went on the back deck, read it. I was kind of annoyed. I'm like, ah, I gotta read this. Like, uh, it's like I have homework, <laughs> sort of. But I was also excited to do it. So I was I was fine with it, but there's a little bit of me like, oh boy, chore. So uh, I think back it's deck. worth saying that through all this annoyance, you're pretty much nothing but kind to me the whole time. So anyway. Thank you. Whatever it was, you kept it. <laughs> I, it wasn't that bad, but I was like, ah. Would I rather read this or go do something fun? And I was like, ah, but I read it. So I went up and I was like, well, because I think part of it was because I'm like, I got to look for typos. I got to look for um, incorrect yeah. like sentence structure, grammar. And like, Plus you just I thought was, it was going to be a shitty book, man, because. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. And so, uh, yeah, I just thought like, I got to watch out for you. I got to like, I got to do all the proofreading, typo, even though like, I think we had an editor already do that. But I was like, I'm on it. Don't worry. But like, this is a job. This is not fun. Mm. So then I went out back and I read it on the deck and I kept reading it. And I read the whole, I read the whole thing and fed back about like people we knew and the stories and how you change names and stuff like that. And, and yeah, it was already pretty well edited. <laughs> good job. <laughs> and, uh, and I read them. Like, yeah, that's really good. You know, and I read the whole thing in one day, uh, which is good for me. And you didn't fall asleep. No, maybe. Well, maybe once. no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I didn't fall asleep or anything, but I didn't like, yeah, that was the thing. I didn't like make a decision. I'm like, and I'm not like, wow, I've read the book. I will stop drinking now. Like, and for the record, I didn't, I didn't have that expectation of you. I just wanted yeah, you to read the book. That wasn't the plan. Yeah, that was just like, I'm going to read the book. I had no expectation that you would stop drinking. You told yeah. me. And I do plan. Yeah, I think I told you before. I'm like, fine, I'll read it, but I'm not going to stop drinking. Just like when you told me you were going to stop. I'm like, all right, fine, but I'm not. And so I read it and I was like, yeah, this is good. I like it. This is actually pretty good. It's well thought out. It's well structured. It's got good stories, all that stuff. And so I was like, yeah, it's good. I think you can publish it. That was a big compliment. And you are still the smartest person I know. So. You're so sweet. So yeah, I read it. I'm like, oh, that's really good. And yeah, go ahead and publish it. But I hadn't thought in my mind even at that point. And I certainly didn't say anything to you like, hey, I'm going to stop drinking. You know, I was still staying the course on my path. And then, um, you know, I remember 
it was a while in terms of like weeks or months where I'm like, wow, I don't think I, I don't think I've drank, you know? And then like my friends came over and we drank some wine. And I'm like, I had like two glasses of wine, I'm like, ooh, or three glasses of wine or something. I started feeling it, which was a little uncommon. You look like you want to say something. Well, well, so the first time I remember, because we just didn't talk about it again. And if we'd go out to a concert, I'd buy you, I'd like be like, what are you drinking? And I'd get your drink. And so, and I'd already not been drinking by that time. By the time the book published, it was like well over a year or actually it was almost a year. I hadn't even, I wrote that book. Like I, it was, I researched and wrote it before I stopped. So like, anyway, so it was, it had been at least a year, maybe longer. And the first thing, the first time I really remember was you went to a game in Fort Collins. That was like my last time. Oh, really? Oh, no, 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 actually. No, I think it was my last time. Yeah, it was the last night at the old stadium, uh, which I think was like 2016, maybe. Uh, I might have to look that up. But That's yeah, right. so I went with friends, went to a football game. And I remember like, they're like, hey, you want to drink? And I think I even took a beer or something. And like, I was nursing it. I'm like, this tastes terrible. Like when you stop drinking for a while, at least for me, like it doesn't taste that good anymore. I mean, it didn't taste good when you first started. So I guess that makes sense. But like, I like had a beer and like drinking a little bit like, wow, this is bad beer. Uh, and it's not like our college is in a town full of like beer snobs as beer, like our university has a brewing degree. Like it's one of the first ones that was out there. You know, this is like, you know, New Belgium Brewery for 70 years ago. Yeah, New Belgium Brewery. Like it's just a big deal. And there's other ones up there. It's good. It's a good beer scene, I guess. Uh, and so I'm like, ah, this beer is not very good. I was nursing it. And the guy's like, what are you doing? Why aren't you drinking? I'm like, I, I am, I think. Well, maybe I'm not. I'm like, when? I don't, when was the last time I drank? And it had been like a while. Um, and by that, I mean, maybe a few months or longer that I could remember. We honestly have no more. idea. Like neither one of us have any idea. I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't remember. No idea. And, uh, and I just remember not wanting to drink much and I had a beer and they're like here I have another one you know trying to get your beard up before you go into the game and then drink more that at the game I didn't want it I'm like nope no thanks I had one and they're my friends are kind of like why aren't you drinking and I'm like I don't even know I just don't like it I don't want to and that was like I think that was the last time I had more than like a sip that was like and it was only like a beer or two. Like I could drive home. So <clears throat> and the game's like three or four hours. So like I went and hung out and then we had pizza afterwards. And so it was like six hours after I even had that one beer or whatever. I had, it's like, I'm just going to go home, which I hadn't and planned on doing. And then. So shocking is because you called me at 11 at night. I was fully expecting to be drunk, staying at your friend's house in your college town. And you're like, I'm driving home. And I'm like, are you sure? Are you okay to drive? Like what are yeah, you? And it's like. Don't drive home. Hour and 45 minutes home, you know, it's not like it's across town. It's like, you know, almost two hour drive. You're like, why are you doing that? It's like already 11 and I'm like, no, I feel great. I was like, Weird. so yeah, I came home and I think that was like, I think that was like the last time I ever had more than like a sip of somebody's drink. Just that game. Last game at Hugh Stadium in Fort Collins. Yeah, CSU football, baby. Well, I didn't even know we were going to have like a sort of date, so... What is that? Six years or something? I'm like Google that. Yeah, Oops. Google it because because I'm curious. So let's see. Um, we're recording this at the end of October 2023. I stopped drinking in December 20. 
14. And so if you stop drinking 2016, about two years after, it's it's interesting because yeah, the timeline and the counting was so irrelevant when you went through the mindset shift, which happened to you very subconsciously because you weren't even conscious of it. Uh, but it's it's honestly some of my favorite reviews for the book is like, I stopped drinking for because I, I read this my sister and I stopped drinking and I don't even like beer. What am I going to do with the bachelor party? Thanks a lot. Five stars. It's like, oh, man. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And I remember we went on the field afterwards. Yeah. And so like, uh, it looks, it looks like it was, I think it's November 19th of 2016. So we're coming up on seven years. So two years so after was, me. And we all like, stormed the field i don't even think it was like that big of a win but it was like last game here let's go down on the field and everything yep that was i it think that was probably had been drinking pretty little for a while but we have no yeah. idea because yeah. it just becomes so irrelevant like so irrelevant such a cool thing amazing thank you for this interview thanks for coming well, thanks inviting me to your podcast annie well, you know, I waited, I waited till it got about a hundred thousand downloads an episode. So, you know, Ooh. I knew you were a big, way, people are gonna, big headline name. So I was like, I got to hear this. So lots of people are listening. Oh boy. <laughs> I apologize for everyone who had to endure that. If you made it to this point, thank you. Thank you for sticking with us. It was a little bit painful at the beginning because I was like, I don't remember this. Do you remember that? It's hard to think back and try to think through. I mean, we've been together 18 years and then we dated almost four years before that. So we started dating in 2001, right? 2001. I believe that is correct. Was that like closing on 22 years here? So I have to ask you the final question, which is, might be a little silly because I think you might be my first, I might do a few of these, but you might be my, because a lot of people on my team accidentally stopped drinking because I don't, I don't need to hire anybody who doesn't drink because it's like irrelevant to me, but people, they just accidentally stop. So I might do a few accidental stoppages because it's kind of fun, but uh, you're my first one. So I don't know how this question is going to go, but the question I ask you at the end of every one of these podcasts is if you could go back in time and well, you could go back in time and tell Brian who is sleeping in his car or Brian who is puking in Central Park yeah. or you could just tell Brian who was anyway I don't know just pick a point in your history and if you're going to go back and tell yourself your past self what your life is like now what would you say okay I think I will go back and talk to the Brian who didn't want to stop when you were stopping because the Brian before that didn't even think about it really wasn't contemplating anything but so I'll talk to the Brian when you were stopping and I'm like I'm not stopping you know that kind of guy and I would say like I just feel like we've gotten so much more done when we stopped drinking like I'm sure there's a ton of benefits I'm sure you know health benefits like feeling good about yourself and all that stuff but for me it's almost like really practical like our lives have been so different since we stopped drinking not just because this is like what we do every day but like exercise, travel, um, going on this adventure of starting a business, like the amount of stuff that we've done since stopping drinking that we would not have done. Like we were just in sort of the hyp hypnotic rhythm of mm. drinking and doing it again the next night. Like we weren't trying to make giant strides in our personal development and personal well-being, but like 
the ride that we've been on since we've stopped drinking has been remarkable. It's been fascinating. It's been fun. It's been crazy. It's been scary, but it's been like you do all those things. So yeah. it's just, it's just like, you're just enjoying, I, I enjoy life more without it. I remember life more without it and we do more. So it's been, it's good for us for sure. Good for me. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like for me, for sure, because I was using it so much to self-medicate, you know, once I stopped, it was kind of like stopping was actually the first step in what I think is a lifelong journey of just like back to yourself, you know, undoing, I, I think we're just naturally joyful, happy people as human beings. I don't think you have to look further than a two or three-year-old to know that's true. And then we pile all sorts of false belief and crap on ourselves. And then we get stressed and traumatized by whatever's happening in our lives. And then we self-medicate and it isn't until we stop self-medicating sometimes that we get to start to wake up from that trance and yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's very cool. Anyway, that's very cool. Much more enjoyable ride in my opinion Yeah. without the alcohol. Yeah. And it's, it's funny. Like I don't, is there anything in you that misses it ever? Almost never. Almost never. Every once in a while, I'm like, maybe it'd be nice to have a glass of red wine with a meal. That's like the only thing that I could possibly ever even think about, to be honest. Like beer just sounds horrible to me now, which was a big thing for me back then. I drank it a lot. But no, that doesn't sound interesting at all. So that's the only thing that would ever creep in, you know, but not really. So interesting. So interesting. And I haven't tried it in ages, so I have no idea. (laughs) What keeps you from trying it? I don't know. It's not like... I don't, I don't really know, to be honest with you. It doesn't seem appealing enough. If I did anything, I'd want to do like a zero proof one because I don't want to do like a headache and like, ugh. Well, I heard Guinness but, just the zero proof beer, which you just said beer sounds terrible, yeah, but I guess not do that. Try yeah. that. No, not, it would only be red wine, if anything ever. And I would want to be zero proof. I don't want to deal with the other crap that comes along with it. But don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. We've never, I've never had non-alcoholic wine either. Yeah. I mean, either. Which means yeah. t- it might taste terrible, like beer does now. But grape you know, juice, I don't know. Maybe yeah. we um, have a taste test on another podcast. Probably going to fall out of our brains as soon as we stop this and go make dinner, which we should do. So yeah, should go make dinner for the kids. Yeah, awesome. All right, <laughs> I'll see you out there in a few minutes. Otherwise, we didn't have to record this with the microphones. I'll be over to the house in a minute. I'll see you there in like five minutes. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're ready to see how this naked mind can help you on your personal health and wellness journey and want to learn more, go to thisnakedmindpodcast.com to learn what your next best step is. Again, that's thisnakedmindpodcast.com. We have all of our free resources, programs, social links, and more available for you there. Plus, if you have your own naked life story to share, you can submit it there as well. Until next week, stay curious.